Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome back into the TNT Podcast. I'm your host Ted. And I'm Tim. And today we're going to be going over the COVID vaccine as this guy across from me just took his first dose. I drank it. He did. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I got the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine last week. Last week, right? On the 6th of the month. Because it hurt my brain to when this is being released to <laughs> when I got it, so math yeah i got it last week <laughs> it was like a, l- a little clinic it was very quick and easy we just had to wait in our cars until it was our time to go in we went in they took our temperature then we were just doing a little bit of like registration like give your insurance card license they make sure you are who you say you are kind of deal that was basically sat down next to the person who was gonna Stab you with it and just went over a couple of questions. Like, have you ever, not have you ever, uh, when was the last vaccine you got? Did you have one within the last two weeks? Simple stuff like that. And then, all right, then, chink. That was it. So I posted the video on all our socials, if you want to see it, of me getting the first shot. It was funny, though. My dad and brother, like, teased me, like, oh, are you going to record it? I'm like, for the podcast. Yeah, just to show what, what transpires during yeah. the, uh, the And then, process. so, I, when I got to the person who was me giving me the shot, I'm like, is it okay if I record this? And they're like, yeah, as long as, long as we're not in it, they, they have that new policy. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. So, then I was trying to, like, set up my phone to record it, and then this lady was, like, helping me, like, putting stuff from her desk, like, all over, trying to help me, like get it to get the phone to stay at least she helped you out that was oh cool. yeah she was very nice very nice but yeah she helped me with it and then you know got that little video but that, yeah, that's really basically all my story a little uh, that's an interesting story though because you know tells tells people that who might get the vaccine just to say like what to expect when leading up to it yeah the only annoying thing obviously you know, if we have all our inter- international listeners, we're from the United States, so for different countries, it's different, and even here, every state is different. So for us, obviously, the U.S., we're in New Jersey, you know, they're doing certain priority groups first. The only annoying thing is getting the actual appointment. Yes, it's been a hassle for everybody, basically, and it's been the, all over the news. Yeah. Because you have to register with the state and then go from there and you can register at you know other places. They, they have a bunch of like state run, they call them mega sites that, uh, yeah, like I said, state run where they can do hundreds and hundreds of people per day. And then there's a bunch of smaller places, whether it just, you know, some are at the hospitals, some are just at little clinics. And then, like, CVS Walgreens, I know they were doing, like, long-term, what's the, like, long-term residence kind of thing? Oh, like the, um... Nursing homes, stuff like that. They were doing that, and I think they're branching out to, like, do people in more of these priority groups. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's the only annoying thing, is getting the actual appointment. Yes, and like I said, it's been a hassle for everybody just to try to get it. And I know you mentioned the mega sites which also they've been using stadiums for, like I know, yeah, the Arizona. NFL, the NFL actually 
wrote a letter to President Biden saying all their stadiums are basically they're yours. Like you can use them for vaccination sites. And they're all big too. So like, you know, they're, they're all have the space and capacity for it where they can fit thousands of people in per day. So yeah, that's like it. once they get the product, the actual vaccines. So that, that's the other thing. The reason appointments are so scarce is because there aren't enough vaccines yet. Yeah. There isn't enough actual supply. Yeah. For the demand. Yeah, because it comes from the federal government. They allot them to the states, who then allot them to all the actual vaccination sites. Right. So that's the problem is there's just not enough doses. No. And that's um, because the thing, the problem is, is that, you know, there's these doses, right? There's like 100 million doses, but you have to get two shots. So if you cut that by half, 100 million is 50 million. Yeah, I know... Uh, Governor Murphy tweeted out the other day, like, oh, a million shots have been given. And people were like, yeah, is that, yeah, obviously New Jersey, is that a million people fully vaccinated or a million doses? Yeah. And it wound up being like a million doses. Okay. So that's a big difference. Yeah. Because so it think could it be was... misled. That could be misled because yeah. it's saying like, oh, a million people have been, you know, fully vaccinated, vaccinated and good. But there's only, but that's like 500,000 right there, 500,000 people that could be fully dosed, you know? It was actually, I think it was only for New Jersey, of course. It's only a quarter of a million people have been fully vaccinated. Hmm. That's pretty low. For, yeah. Especially for this state. And obviously the state I mean, is very state dense. Of, well, almost 9 million people, mm-hmm. I think. And it's a very small state for those that um, are. Our international, yeah. yeah, our international listeners. New Jersey is a very small state. We got nine million. Yeah, we have nine million, million people. So we're a very dense state. So, you know, you look at other states like Montana, Wyoming, that yeah, have, so we're, we're one of the smallest, yet one of the most populous. Yeah. But anyway, back to the point. So. Yeah, so that's the hardest thing is getting an appointment. Other than that, at least this place that I went to, it was very easy. The way we walked in, there was a lady to check us in. We checked in. She's like, oh, okay, we're a little backed up. Come back in 10 minutes. Walk back in 10 minutes later, we'd wait a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. And then we, like I said, then we went registered, wait another minute or two, and went and got, got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So it was very easy. Basically, why we're doing this episode is, yes, I got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. That's one point. We also just want to give you the facts about it. Because there's a lot of myths going around. There's a lot of just disinformation. So we just want to give you guys the facts. Everything we're going to be stating is coming from A, the CDC, or I also got a fact sheet that I think was made by from Pfizer. Because you're supposed to get one from whether Pfizer or Moderna, so I have that as well. We're just going to be going over the facts and just disproving some of these myths that are going on about it. Right. But last thing about me, I'm going at the end of the month. I just dropped it. So I got my vaccination card. So I go back on the 27th. I'll go back, get my second shot, and then I'll be good. Yeah, and then you'll be, be fully good. vaccinated. Yes, sir. There you go. So, and that also I want to bring up um, a little thing, you know, because my mom is a teacher and... You know, it's tough for them to get, you know, their vaccine because they're all, they're always exposed because they're at school. So, like, you know, for them to be pushed down is is hard because they're always 
you know, in the crossfires. Of, of like, the like I said to you before, the reason I bet they did that is because most teachers are teaching from home through Zoom. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why they did that. Because obviously it's pretty sure it's by school district. They can decide, you know, whether it be fully uh, online or some in person. So they probably took it as most teachers are at home. Even with other towns around the area, they're running a hybrid schedule. So it's like, you know, that where they have days where they go in, but they also have virtual days where they have, you know, to stay home, you know, for them to clean and sanitize the schools. So that's uh Yeah, you know, like I said, it, it goes by district. Like, it, like, you have to go to school for one class, right? Yes, I have to go on Wednesdays. I have to go to do a lab for my my human bio class, but I go every other week. So it's not like, cause what they do is they split the class up. So there's 12 people in each group. There's a group A and there's a group B. So, so since today's Wednesday, they're doing group B this week and then going back to group A next week. So you'll have to go into school next week. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, I'm completely online. Like last semester I had to go for, what was it like a introduction like welcome to school kind of thing. Cause I transferred schools. And then for one class, he wanted to meet for the first day and we did. And then cases went up. So he didn't right. require us to go back. But right now I'm all online. And, you know, to describe the experience of going back it, for the first time was very, um, it was kind of, it was very weird to say, because it was you just, started at Willie P before the, all this, right? Mm-hmm. So I started there and, uh, you know, it was a cool, easy transition process to know where everything is and stuff like that. But then as we got online, you know, it started, you know, obviously going back for the first time, it's very weird because it's hard to get used to what you were doing before COVID happened. Yeah. Like I've only been to my school twice. Yeah. So once we're going back there, I'm going to be lost. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be lost. Okay, bring it back to so, <laughs> the actual yes, conversation. But yes, I mean, with the vaccine and everything like that, you know, obviously with these companies, you know, for people that don't know, so for doses-wise, people have to get two doses of the vaccine in order to be fully yeah, vaccinated. Right now in the U.S., there's the Pfizer one that I got, and then there's Moderna, both of which you have to get two shots. Yes. There's a couple more companies in clinical trials. But these two are the only ones that have been approved by the FDA. Yes, and Moderna is ninety five percent effective, and Pfizer is ninety. Thought thought they're both ninety five, or they're 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 right around there. I I'm pretty sure Pfizer is ninety percent effective. I look it up. Keep okay. talking. But um, yes, yeah, so the, Pfizer and, and Moderna were the first ones to come out with the vaccine. As with also, there's a few other ones like Johnson and Johnson. That one, they've been trying to do um, one dose of it, but the problem is, is the effectiveness. The effectiveness is a lot lower in regards to Moderna and Pfizer. I believe Johnson & Johnson's effective rate was, I believe, 72%. So they... 60s, it's... I just got to that about the Johnson & Johnson. It's 66% pr- protective against moderate to, to... Oh, my God. Moderate to severe COVID infection. Okay but 85% effective in protecting against the severe disease. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, 
with the other ones, um, there was, there was a few other ones. Like I know a few other companies were trying like treatments for it and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, a lot of these other companies are morally focused on trying to get vaccinations out because obviously there's so many people in the world that you have to, a lot of these companies are trying to come together and try to get something out as quickly as possible and to get it approved and just to, you know, save lives basically, you know? So the Pfizer vaccine showed that it was 95% effective of preventing symptomatic COVID infection after two doses. The Moderna vaccine was 94.1% effective. Oh, okay. Preventing, yeah, symptomatic COVID-19. Okay. After the second dose. Okay. So they're basic. Basically basically right there. Okay. Whereas the Johnson and Johnson one, that's that's the difference. Yeah, because that one, like we said, that one is only one, one dose. dose. So, and you have a couple other companies, but they haven't released. There's probably still the AstraZeneca. Time, but... There was a couple. Yeah. But all right, we're gonna do a couple little facts. So again, all this is coming from the CDC website. So which lasts longer, immunity after getting COVID or protection from the vaccine? So, this one is, it's called natural immunity when you get the virus. And since it's, COVID's new, you don't really know really how long it could last. But CDC says it's uncommon in the 90 days after the first infection. But, also, at least for here in the U.S., again, the COVID vaccines are free. Because they obviously purchased them with our money anyway. Yeah. But they are free. That's just a little, little bit of facts right there. So I'm going to go into... I have a printout from the CDC about just some myths. So can the vaccine make you sick with COVID-19? And no, it cannot. None of the authorized and recommended COVID-19 vaccines currently... Or COVID-19 vaccines currently in development contain the live virus that causes COVID-19. This means that the vaccine cannot make you sick with COVID. So there is that. After getting a vaccine, will you test positive for the virus? No, for the same point, basically, because the actual virus isn't in the vaccine. And if you had COVID-19 and recovered, do you still need to get a vaccine? The answer to that is yes. So like I mentioned before, just because you had it, you might be immune to it f- for some time. People don't don't really know yet since it's still a new virus. But yes, you still do need to get vaccinated. Um, will a COVID-19 vaccine protect me from getting sick with COVID? Yes. The vaccine works by teaching your immune system how to recognize and fight the virus that causes COVID. And that would then protect you from getting sick with the virus. And this is another one. I, I even saw this online because I was looking at Governor Murphy. He tweeted what I said before, that million, uh, the million people number. And I saw someone said, OMG, don't, don't, get the vi- don't get the vaccine. It alters your DNA to expire in 2023. I'm like, what? So this is actually also on the CDC website. Will a COVID-19 vaccine alter my DNA? No. COVID-19 mRNA vaccines do not change or interact with your DNA in any way. 
Messenger RNA vaccines are the first COVID vaccines authorized for use in the U.S. mRNA vaccines teach our cells how to make a protein that triggers an immune response. The mRNA from a COVID vaccine never enters the nucleus of the swe- nucleus of the cell where our DNA is kept. So, no, it will not alter your DNA. This, I guess, people have been asking it. Is it safe for me to get a COVID vaccine if one day I would like to have a baby? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is safe. If you want to have, if you want to be one with child, you can get vaccine. So those were just some of the myths. So I know, I know you were saying you were a little, was it a little skeptical about the vaccine? A little bit at first, because I'm just like, I just want to see what happens with it, like long term. Because obviously this is short term right now, because obviously you want to see what happens in the long term and see what affects. I'm your guinea pig. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, you know, for me, like, would I get the vaccine? Probably down the road, just so I know like, hey, like this is what's going on right now. Um, because it's kind of similar to what happened with the testing in the beginning when all this COVID stuff began, because testing was very scarce because it, it was. was, so it's kind of like that at right now, because right now testing, you know, you, you can test yourself anywhere, basically. Yeah, you can pretty much go almost anywhere, get a test easily, have the results in two to three days and you're fine. Yeah. So right now they even have, you can go on. I know for our county, you can, you can go on their website and order an at-home test and then you just ship it out. Yeah. And same deal. Exactly. So like, you know, that's the thing right now is the fact that it's scarce because there's not enough of it, but you know, down the line towards the spring, there will be more that will come in and yeah. like Biden was saying that he's hoping, or it might not have been Biden. I think it was uh, Dr. Fauci. So during one of, uh, I think his first briefing under the Biden administration now that they're hoping to have some form of normalcy by the fall might not be completely back to normal going to concerts, but he is hoping to have some normalcy. So what that entails, we'll have to see. Well, yeah, we'll really just have to see. I mean, depends how many people get vaccinated. Because Biden says he wants to have 100 million people vaccinated within his first 100 days. Now, again, that comes up. Is that 100 million doses or 100 million people I fully vaccinated? I think he said 100 million people fully dosed, Fully? I think. So, two doses. Yeah. So, yeah, that I'm not sure. But if so, that would be more or less a third of the country. Mm-hmm. So, that would be a very good start. That's a tough task. Because that's a that's a very tough task and a very bold statement. Because right now it's not going as what they planned and hoped for. Because they're kind of they're still pretty behind on their numbers. Well, they're they were blaming a lot of it on Trump's administration, which that we can't obviously can't speak for. Hmm. But a lot of people inside the administration have been saying that basically that. Hmm. But, again, we can't really know that. We can't know that for sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a process right now. And, obviously, these people are getting vaccinated still, which is good. And they're using these mega sites, like these baseball stadiums, of course, like Yankee Stadium, you know, like MetLife or like... Are uh, they doing it at MetLife? I think so. Because, well, remember, MetLife's with the well, NFL. NFL, yeah. So they, I, I don't know yeah. if they already were. Yeah. 
So, you know, you have all these stadiums, you know, which is great that are they're using and these baseball stadiums as well. And then once basketball season ends for, you know, down the line, I'm sure they're going to use the state, you know, the arenas for that as well. So any way to get these people vaccinated with the first dose or second dose or whatnot, so be it, you know. But, you know, for me, um, you know, I've talked to Tim about this uh, numerous times. I I would want to be one of the last ones to get vaccinated if I do decide to do it because for me I just rather have someone that's at risk you know if for the severity of COVID if they ended up getting it I rather have them get the vaccine before me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And you know, for me, obviously where I work and what I have. That's obvious, so you know, it's just I had you. to get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like for someone who has pre-existing conditions, or you know, um, like for example, asthma or something like that, and they need to get it, I'd rather have them get it than me because mm-hmm. I don't have any pre-existing conditions where where I would have like trouble breathing or something like that. So I'd rather have someone someone who has that get that first. Yeah, that's fair. But definitely, like, our main point of this episode really is there's no reason if you can get it, you should get it. Because there's no way for you to get the virus from the vaccine, as I stated before. Like, oh, that's actually one thing about me I didn't say. Side effects. So I only had the first dose, like I said. Like any other shot, you know, arm a little sore. That's it. Yeah, that happens about for a couple of days. It's after the second one. You may have, like, I forget where it was, but you can get fever. Let me see. This is from the fact sheet from Pfizer. These are some of the risks of side effects, basically. Injection site pain. That's obvious. You're getting a needle. Tiredness, headache, muscle pain, chills, joint pain, fever, injection site, redness and swelling, nausea, just feeling unwell, or swollen lymph nodes. So, that's more or less for after you get your second dose. So, once I get my second one, whatever episode we'll have, either be doing, recording, whatever, I'll say if I had any. So we'll we'll have to see there. But like I said, for this one, it was literally just like you got the flu shot, your arm's a little sore. That's it. Mm. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, well, it's good. You know, it's great that you got it. You know, you were able to. Halfway there. (laughs) Yeah, halfway there. And, you know, you were able to get it, which is hard right now. Yeah, it it was tough. It was tough to get an appointment. I was scouring every website I possibly could for our county and even our neighboring county I was looking, it it was tough. It was tough, but we were able, we were able to get appointments and we were able to go there and we got it. And they set us up with our second appointment right then and there. So don't even got to, don't got to worry about going through all this again. And then next time you bring that card back that they gave you Yep. for, you know, they'll fill out second dose and then, Complete. I'll be square. Yep. Hopefully that means not that 
that actually is another point I want to make. Just because you got the vaccine doesn't mean you stop wearing the mask, stop social distancing, or any of that. You still have to. Because just because you got the vaccine, there's a very good chance that you won't get it. Obviously, that's the whole point of the thing. Yeah. They do not know if you can still give it to somebody else. Like, let's carry it. Yeah. For, for, let's have a for instance. So, say this is after I get my second shot. So, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm all good. But then I come in contact with someone who has COVID. Yeah. There's a very good chance I won't get it. But then I come hang out with you. They don't know if it can still move from person to person in that way. That they don't know. Right. So that's why there's no, oh, there's no like vaccination wristband or something like that to where you don't have to wear a mask because it's still possible you can transfer the virus to somebody else, even if you're not sick with it. Yeah. So once you do get your vaccine, still do everything you can to stay safe, to keep the people around you safe. So obviously if everyone in your family is vaccinated, that's different. Still should take your safety precautions because it's not, it's not hundred percent effective. Like even once I'm fully vaccinated, there's still that, you know, 5% chance there that I could still get it. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, even with the flu shot too, the flu shot is not hundred percent effective. You know, mm-hmm. you still have, you know, you know that's why you've, you have to get it. That's another thing you have to get it every year. Mm-hmm. So that, I'm really thinking that this is going to wind up, it's going to be instead of a flu season, it's going to be a flu and COVID season. Yeah. No, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. But they'll still be able to return to normalcy, but it's just more of the normalcy will have, like, the COVID vaccine shot. You know, could be one of those ordeals, you know, because obviously by then, by next fall and by next year, they'll be able to just, get, you know, be on hand. Yeah, it'll, it'll be more readily available than right now, where it's very stretched in the supply. Yeah, so... I'm sure that that would be, like you said, that would be a kind of like a, I wouldn't say a new norm, but it's just like one of those like add-ons where it's just like you will be able to get either or or both or whatnot. But yes, you know. that's another thing. They don't know if having the vaccine protects you for a year, six months, 10 years. I think it's tetanus you're supposed to get every 10 years. The flu shots, like, every year. Yeah. So they really, they don't know how long it protects you for. Right. And, you know, that's... That's, a, you know, something long-term. Yeah. But then have to look at. it's okay, though, because the thing is, though, is that there is a vaccine at hand, and there is an option where you can get it, you know? No. Obviously, right now, it's scarce, but down the line, it'll, it'll be there. Yeah, hopefully, really by, we're hoping by the summer, I mean... There's there's no way to know. There's no way to know when we're going to have enough readily available to where every person that wants to can get it. Mm. That's, you know, Fauci said, hopefully by the fall, return to somewhat normalcy. And hopefully next year, it'll just be back to normal life. <laughs> yeah. As we used to know it. So we're already, we're past the year mark of the first case that arrived in the U.S. Mm. And we're getting close to... When it got bad. Yeah. So we'll we'll do another episode on that. On the actual, you know, it's been a year of lockdowns and quarantine. Coronation. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I didn't even get a coronation. I still have to work. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy crazy stuff. What a crazy year. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Once we get to that episode, it'll probably be sometime next month. But, you know. Like I said, this episode really was just to give you guys some facts about the vaccine. And experience. And experience firsthand. Like I said, you can watch the video on all our socials. That's me getting me getting the Pfizer vaccine. So, I feel fine. I didn't turn into a zombie. I didn't, you know, my DNA feels the same. <laughs> so, hopefully the vaccine will become more readily available. So then everybody will be able to get it. And we can finally go back to normal life. Yes. Let me tell you, it is going to feel so weird to walk into a store without a mask. Or for me, going to work without having to wear a mask. When that day comes, it's going to feel real weird. I, it's gonna get a, I would probably have a sense of relief, to be honest with you. So, you know, these rules and everything would be, will be gone. That is one thing for me. I'm glad you actually said the word relief. When I got it, I just felt, I felt instant relief. Mm-hmm. Knowing that, yeah, I'm not fully vaccinated yet. So I'm not fully protected, but it's a start, and that it just made me feel safer, basically. Yeah. Knowing that there's a very good chance I won't get it, and I won't have to worry about anything you know that comes with that. Right. So it was a very big sense of relief. Yeah. That vaccines are here, and thankfully I'm able to get one. On thankfully is the right word, but you know I'm glad I got it. And if you're able to get it, I think you should, basically. Okay. Definitely. If you are able to get the vaccine right now, go for it. Appointment, like we said, is going to be the tough thing. Yes. But if there's an opportunity and you want to take it, that's all up to you. Definitely take it. Yeah. That is my recommendation. Definitely take it. So that will wrap up our episode this week. Like I said, once I get my second dose, I will update you guys, whether it be at the beginning of a future episode at the end, near the end of the month or just on our social media. So make sure to follow us, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us everywhere. So that's that. Any final things you would like to say? All, all good. To the good people? Like I said before. If you have an opportunity to get it, and if you want to get it, go for it. You know, it's, I know if you are at risk and you have pre-existing conditions, go for it. Because this is this is one of the big ways we'll finally end this pandemic, is more people getting vaccinated. Yeah. Because there are too many people against it. So that was the point of this episode was just to shine light onto the vaccine and say, you know, me firsthand, I got. I got the damn thing. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm yeah. still here. I'm surviving. <laughs> All right. So that, that will end that there. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will catch you next week. Peace, guys.